been a while. Let's see if I can do this in one take. <clears throat> yeah. How was a menace in this, but now I grimace in this. Bring back the old school to draw two pennies in this. Nas hit him with the cane. Lil Wayne dropped the car to M. Murder 30 tries to make a father wanna party harder. Up in the clouds, you hear a humble growl. Barking from a legend like he preaching from the heavens. D-M-S. It does. This album is as good as it gets, so he must have known it was coming. Swiss beats on the drum and all the hoods are dumb. And if you ain't heard it, you a dumbin'. Oh, shit. One take. <laughs> How long has it been? What? Alright, look at, let's get it together for free, free freestyle Friday. Good morning. Evening or afternoon. It is your host holiday. Holiday. You have to sing it to say it right. I'm back. It is May the 30th, 2021. Golly, it's been a long time since I've been able to drop an original Freestyle Friday for y'all. Um, as you hear in the very beginning, this is uh, our new format. I want to start giving y'all freestyles. <laughs> um, So this was my first freestyle, and... I, I frankly it's been seven years since I freestyled on anything. Um this was a little premeditated because I knew I was gonna talk about DMX, so um put together something in like maybe five minutes and once I felt like I had enough flow to put it all together, I jumped on. So uh that that you just heard was five minutes. Um <laughs> But guys, I'm so excited. Guess why? DMS dropped the album. So, you guys have been following me for a long time. You know, I have a lot of things that I like. But when it comes down to music, it's certain sounds that interest me. Even artists that I like, I usually listen to different things than most people listen to because I like I like when people snap and, and rhyme their ass off in music. But I also like to feel flow. Like, even if I listen to something like Yin Yang Twins or something like that, it's the beat. I mean, the the vocals have to match the flow. The vocals have to match the beat. If it's not blended well, don't mix well, don't work well with me, which is why when I was doing the reviews, I would take a song and I would have that as a category as basically how well was the song missed because to me um i can't say my my ears is the finest tune <laughs> but there's a certain way i like my music to blend if it's if it if a song doesn't sound like a song altogether i don't like it you know what i'm saying so even when people rap i don't like the rap to be so far on top of the vocals um even with auto-tune uh, basically, T-Pain did it so well. Um, some Lil Wayne, it's his old stuff, older stuff was done well. Um, Snoop Dogg did a good song with Auto Tune, but for the most part, nah. Like most, I, I don't, I can't get with it with a lot of these other people. Anyway, 
So, I love when old school rappers come out. In the freestyle, I didn't mention Busta Rhyme. He had the Extinction Level event come out, um, too. And that bitch is fire, too. Um, Lil Wayne came out with the Carter 5 last year. Oh, five, three, four, five. yeah. Um, Nas came out with an album last year. Eminem, <laughs> I think Eminem done dropped two albums. Well, since the last time I actually been on. So, Eminem dropped Murder, Music to Be Murdered by then, number two. Number two came out, in, I think, January 20th or something like that. But when it comes to music, man, whew, I love when old school rappers come out with stuff and it's good. Um, and when it comes to when it comes to DMS, we basically was already remembering the old times with him. Like when DMS first came out, DMS was the number one rapper in New York. <laughs> All, just out of nowhere, right? Because um, Pac, uh, when it comes to New York, it was Biggie. And then when Biggie died, uh, Jay-Z came along. I'm not sure Jay-Z was number one. It was Nas because, um, yeah, it was Nas. And then Jay-Z was just starting to get his foothold and then basically, um, no, not really. It was Nas, and then DMX came and took everything. And then, basically, the Jay Z and Nas battle um, catapulted Nas to the top for a while, and then Jay Z. So yeah, it was um a, a battle for New York, but DMX had a good stronghold on. DMX dropped two albums. In one year, and both went platinum and was number one on the charts. Like, he basically, when he dropped the album, he took over the whole game. Every time he dropped the album, he took over the whole game. And that lasted for a while. <laughs> um, From his Dark and Hell is High all the way into, like, my favorite album of his, um, before I started talking about today, is, um, and then there was S. I have a bunch of anthems on that. I dropped something earlier to on um, this year about that one. So this one is not the first original. Um, but it's the first one I freestyled on. So yeah, um I talked about that album before. So today I'm gonna talk about this album that dropped on the twenty eighth of May. It's called Exodus. And <clears throat> um so when this album dropped on Friday I knew that I was going to be going to Murder Beach for Black Bite Week. Um, why? Because I am a Rough Rider, and Rough Riders have a mandatory Black Bite Week um, quarter they have to fill. So uh, last year we didn't do it because of um, COVID. This year, um, I think it was... I don't think it was mandatory this year. I think it was basically the filler. Let's start getting this back in. I got my shots. I still am very careful. So I filled them a gas tank. I took that ride. <laughs> um, but I downloaded the album Friday. 
just to get those that, that download in. And I knew I wasn't going to listen to it until I took that ride, though, because I was on my motorcycle. Now, with my motorcycle, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, I up my vocals. And I didn't change my vocals back to be able to listen to music until uh, I made a pit stop to get gas about 30 minutes outside of um, Myrtle Beach. So... Um, I heard the album one time before my pit stop and then one time after my pit stop. Um, and the first time I heard it, my uh, levels was not adjusted. And I I could tell then it was a good ass album because the only song I had issues with was the first, very first song. Um, it's the one he does with the locks and it's because the levels are high, the levels, the vocals and the treble were so high that I couldn't really get a feel of the song. But then I turned the whole thing down so I could feel the music instead of hearing it uh, after that. And I knew it was going to be a bomb album. So when we got in, I changed the levels. I listened to that first one again and I was like, Okay, okay, even with this wind going on about me right now, I can still tell this shit gonna be fire. So, um, I listened to it three or four times yesterday because today is Sunday. I listened to it three or four times yesterday uh, on my way to Murder Beach, on my way back from Murder Beach, riding my motorcycle. And today I had paperwork to do for my dissertation, so I um did not listen to it again until right before I record this podcast just to get a good feel of it. So I did the podcast. I mean, I listened to it. I did the freestyle. Then I recorded podcast. And I want to tell you, whoo, this shit is fire. Um, Lil Wayne. I mean, one thing he has on this album is a lot of features. I think he has a feature in almost every song. Uh, let me look at it real quick. Feature, feature, whoo, feature, feature, feature. Yeah, so he has a feature on every song except for the letter to his son, and and the prayer. He doesn't have a feature on the prayer. So anybody that knows the mess, every album he does a prayer. It used to be every album he talked to God. He has a conversation with God, have a conversation with Satan, and then there's the prayer. prayer. Um, this time I have not heard a conversation with anyone, but he does the prayer. And um, so he he features the locks. He features Jay-Z and Nas, and they all come spitting on bath salts. That's Jay-Z and Nas. He has dogs out with Lil Wayne and Swiss. Um, money, money, money featuring... Ah, how can I get that feature to show? Let's see. Ah, sorry. Trying to get that feature to show. Okay. 
That's what I thought it was. Money bag yo. So money, money, money featuring money bag yo. He has hold me down with Alicia Keys. That shit fire. Sky Strapers. That shit fire, fire with Bono. Uh, stick the stick up skit had me laugh my ass off. On uh, Hood Blues, Westside Ghana. Uh, who else is on that one? Let's see. I should have pulled this up on what you call it so I could see the whole um, feature list. Westside Gun and Benny the Butcher. Oh, and Conway the Machine. <laughs> so that's Hood Blues. Take control with Snoop Dogg. So after, I guess after the um, the verses about him and Snoop got a song again. And then he has another song with now. It's called Walking in the Rain, Nas, and I think that's Exodus. Uh, Nazir Jones. Earl Simmons. That's DMS. Uh, Exodus Simmons. And Denial. I probably said that word wrong. And then he does uh, a skit, another skit for Exodus. And then he does a letter to his son, which is good too. And then the prayer. So here's what I want to say. It is Freestyle Friday. And we're talking about a New York rapper. Uh, DMS has always been, he was he came up as a battle rapper, right? Um, we know DMS had his issues, his problems. Um, which is probably why, well, definitely is why his problems was, it was a deterrent from him being so talented, but it was also probably the reason why everybody gravitated to him as hard as they gravitated to him because it made him be himself. The struggles that he went through when he was a teenager um, made him be himself. It humbled him to be the thing that we like the most about DMS is that he was so humbling he was just another person right um but he came out as a battle rapper so um that's how they remember him there's a lot of stories about DMS um battle rapping with dogs <laughs> and uh there's one one cute one nice story about uh someone said that DMS trained his dog to uh participate in the lyrics with him like <laughs> to growl at the opponent so he could basically anyway so yeah there, there's stories about DMX that's, that's some real good stories and there's stories about um DMX that you can actually hear in his music because he's like opening his music uh, if you ever go to a show or ever have went to a show with DMX you would also know that he's very emotional while he does shows um I wrote about it. I have not posted it, but I wrote about the time that I saw DMS perform. It was the only time I seen him perform. Um, it was at a small venue in uh, Greenville-ish um, late one night. And I was, I, I leave that for the story, but it was in a small venue late one night in Greenville. Um, met him. It was about it, though. Um but he did his thing. I mean, I didn't, I only probably saw like, I was probably only in the venue for like 10 minutes because I was riding from 
Atlanta to um, Charleston um, to see my daughter for the weekend. And then um, I just heard he might, he pop up in Greenville sometimes, just to say what he got to say, do what he got to do, and then he rolls. So I was just in luck. I went up there a few times and missed him. Um, this time I actually met, seen him, got to meet him and whatever like that. But it wasn't like anything spectacular or anything really to talk much about other than the reason why I wrote that uh, editorial that I post on my webpage whenever I get time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as far as the album goes, um, there's a lot of features on this album. It is 40 minutes long. It is not too long. However, it is great. It's a very good album. Um, it is too early to say that I think this is one of his best albums. But I think this might be one of his best albums. It might be the best album. But it is too early to tell. Um, One of the things I like about this album is, even though Swiss Beats produced it, and I have a problem with Ubnar Beef sometimes, I really like the way he produced this album. Um, As far as, like... Really, really, really heavy up north beats. Um, it wasn't like that. Swiss Beats does a good job of, to me, when he makes a beat, um, I could feel some, some soft in it, and uh, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like up, up north, a lot, the the beats are written more for, for lyrics. They make their beats for lyrics. Um, so. Like, if you listen to an old Nas album, if you listen to um, even stuff like EPMD, or uh, what's the ones I'm trying to think of right now, the little short ones, um, Prodigy, um, and all them. Even a, a Jay-Z before uh, Kanye. Like, the beats are written to, uh, the beats are made to drop lyrics on. So... They they don't they don't have that dance feel to them, but a lot of the DMX tracks <laughs> you want to dance to them. That's why he got all those good nice party songs. That's how he has the Rough Rider anthem. Um, that's how he has y'all go make me lose my mind up in here, like all that stuff, man. So that that's how you get a hardcore gangster battle rapper like DMX, <laughs> and through production he's able to produce. Um, party songs, really, really hard gangster songs, and then able to do prayers and talk to the Lord and stuff in songs, do hymns and shit like that because of the production. And I'll talk about it a little bit more when I come back from break. Okay, I'm back. So we had problems. Um, there was a problem with our, um, system for a while that's why I, I was being distracted so i had to basically stop everything i was doing and go check what was going on so don't know where i was before i just want to say um i think if you have not heard the S this album you need to go check it out like 
I know a lot of people out there. I know a lot of you guys like the singing, rapping stuff that's going on today. Um, <laughs> no knock towards them. However, um, good music is good music. And even like when I listen to some new, some of the newer rappers today, if they make a good song, I like that good song. Um, my my children, one of my son's um, brother, um, he hit me up the other day, and he was telling me about. Well, he sent me some songs. Um, somebody did a song with Lil Wayne and all that, and Lil Wayne is on this album too. This current album. Oh man. I'm going to have to go on another quick break. Battery low. Freestyle Friday. Okay. Okay, I'm back again. So, that has me worried. I this this battery is uh it just came off a of charge. I keep I keep my laptop on a um adapter, uh a docking station uh while I'm working in my office and when I bring it to the recording booth, it's really not off of a docking station for longer than two hours. So I usually am able to record on my MacBook Pro, 2018 MacBook Pro, I think, for two hours before, three hours, maybe four hours, probably like three hours before I go empty. Um, <laughs> But I need to check to see if I didn't have it properly connected to the docking station because I ran out of batteries. Um. I had like 5% left when I had to stop and get up. But um, I think I've only been plugged up for about, I don't know. I'm 22 minutes into this podcast, including the freestyle. So because I stopped and started the, the podcast portion of it, 22 minutes in, maybe 30 minutes. Anyway, that those those are the problems you have. When you just basically everything's a one man show here, except for when Prince has said, then it's a two man show. Um, I have no machine in the background running me. When you get me, you get authentic me, you get all the talent that I have sliced up in little pieces and <laughs> to put around us in order to make whatever you hear come out. That's why there are long pauses sometimes. And that's how that goes. Anyway, um, so again, let's try it. Dun, 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 dun. If you have not heard the Exodus album, you need to download it. I was about to say you need to go to Best Buy and buy it. However, I mean, no one buys CDs nowadays. I heard something the other day that said only old people and young people buy CDs. Um, young people buy it because they don't know how to get it um, for free. And old people buy it because they used to. 
I think I'm gonna go buy this this album though. Um, just because I have albums, I buy records. So, um, I might buy it on the record. I might buy it on a CD. I know I'm going to buy the. Um, I have three Eminem albums I don't have physically that I want to go get. Um, who else? I'm done buying Pastor Troy music. I know, right? But as far as old school people go, um, as far as albums go, period, I think this DMS album, two Eminem's albums, are going to be the ones that I copy. But um, as far as this album goes, it is too early to tell because I only heard it five times, six times, somewhere around there. But this might be the best album he came out with. I know. Going all the way to the beginning. And when I say that, I'm going from playability. Um, the album production on this is fire. Like, I was basically able to go through this whole album and not skip a thing. In all 40 minutes, every time I heard it. And I'm going to say for real, the first time didn't count. <laughs> Because that was just me going through the album just to hear it. Um, and I was riding a motorcycle. So it was easy not to skip a song. Um, but the rest of them kind of, I actually heard the album. And I, I heard it in its best quality today in the studio. Love it. So um, here's what I want you guys to do. If you listen to this podcast, follow me on Twitter um, or Instagram, but Twitter. I like to talk to people. I don't, I'm not, I'm on Twitter more. Uh, I also have a Facebook group, but we'll say Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. That is Holiday4000 on Twitter. Um, You can go into the Facebook Discretion Network page or whatever. Um, request to be there. Um, if you answer the questions, I'll let you in. And what I want you guys to do is tell me how you felt about the album. I have my opinions on it. Again, I think it is his best album, even though it's only two days in. I'll, I'm probably going to give an update a month from now because it's going to take a while to make sure. I think it might just be nostalgia. Um, but I'll come back and let you know. I'm sure I'm going to talk about this with Prentez on discussions or anything like that. But here's what I want you to do. Again, follow me on Twitter. That's Holiday4000. And let me know what you think about the album. Hashtag DMS review. Right? Um, and that, that's the way, that's the way I figure out how y'all feel about this album. All right, that's all that I have for today. If you want to follow me again, you can hit me on Twitter. I just talked about that a second ago. I also have an Instagram, it's holiday.s. Um, we have a Facebook page for Distraction, the Distraction Network. There you'll be able to communicate with uh, me, <laughs> um, Princess, and Anybody else here at Lynch Recording Studios? We do record at Lynch Recording Studios at Somerville, South Carolina. Um, you can also follow everything that we do on the discussion page, which is www. I'm sorry, 
You can follow anything that we do on the Distraction page. That is www.distractionnetwork.com. And there you'll be able to link to, again, our Twitter pages, our Instagram pages, Facebook pages, um, YouTube pages. And we're also starting to put a link to our Patreon there. Uh, Starting this week, actually, um, this podcast will come up on the 1st of, I'm sorry, first Friday in June, which is on June the 3rd. So by June the 3rd, we'll start posting videos and Patreon. Uh, Some of those videos are going to be video podcasts. Um, Some of those are going to be motorcycle rides. I take rides to, well, I ride my motorcycle a lot um, on the countryside of South Carolina countryside of georgia um i don't do cities much um but we get to see some roadways and some beautiful things we also take pictures and also we record our podcast now so you'll get to see this handsome face and the other faces that be around so (laughs) in our patreon but take care be safe holla